Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Ann Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. In the last three decades, her reputation as one of the most dynamic forces in the American publishing industry has grown and diversified. Since 2005, when she launched MedMark, She has been the driving force behind Endodontic Practice U.S., Implant Practice U.S., Orthodontic Practice U.S., and Dental Sleep Practice Magazine. As MedMark's CEO and founder and publisher, she guides the company business strategy while cultivating business development opportunities and establishing strategic industry partnerships. Her high energy blended with her extensive sales and marketing and advertising experience has made her a thought leader in the dental publishing field. Throughout her publications and e-media endeavors, she has built a culture of performance, respect, trust, and collaboration. And she is my hero and one of my mentors. Please help me welcome Miss Lisa Moeller. Hello, Lisa. Hi, my favorite. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing really good today. I, I, I have my special cup for you today. I freak it. Oh my gosh. This is I, my Aunt Duffy. This is my Aunt Duffy mug. <laughs> I'm touched. I'm touched. I need one of those so I can say back at you. This is well, what I've know, got. You know, you're my, you know you're my fave girl. I know. Well, we've had so much fun. We met at Icons of Dentistry, what, two years almost two years ago, right? Yeah. And, um, and before that, I met somebody, and golly, I can't remember who I was now, um, that said, I've got to meet Lisa Muller. And so we connected on the phone. And I think from that first phone call, we were fast friends. And oh, um, you're, my, you're my sister from another mister. Uh, no, I'm your big sister from another yeah. mister. That's right. I've <laughs> you adopted are. you. I've, I've adopted Absolutely. you. We've adopted each other. Yes. I know it. And I do need you. I'm so impressed with you. And first of all, everyone that's watching. So Lisa Moeller, the famous Lisa Moeller, was on our autumn cover of Do Life magazine. Look at that beautiful picture. Uh, and there's some, some good stuff behind this picture that I want to talk about uh, later today, too, because you did a photo shoot during one of your famous interviews because you seem to na- snag all these people. They just, you know, you're a magnet for amazing I- People I just in, ask. In the world. I, I ask. I'm, I'm a big asker. Yeah. Listen, dudes, when you're listening to this, and I know that a lot of you are on there, and here we have a lot of dudes watching today, that asking is a big part of being a do, right? You, you not only have to ask, but you have to say yes. Absolutely. When the universe brings it to you and opens the sky and just like, whoa, comes down, you roll with it. And you ask and you ask and you ask again. And I'm a big law of attraction, universal power mindset, even in this time that we're in right now. It's just, you know, we got to stay positive and we got to, and like my story says, know your worth and know who you are as a person and as a woman in our industry right now and in dental. And um, it's a constant, you know, daily work in progress, right? Yeah, it is. Well, and you say in dental, but you know, the interesting thing about you is though, I know your name, your last name is Moeller. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. But, but unlike a lot of us that have gone into this industry, you didn't start out in dental. You're not a dental hygienist or a dentist or, you know, have worked in the dental office. Tell us. I mean, seriously, I'm always amazed and I'm always inspired. How did you get into publishing four of the most important and popular magazines in the dental industry? What got you started? Would you please just come follow me on the road and be my mouthpiece? Hey, <laughs> well, I'd be I'd be happy to do that. I'd be happy um, to do that. Gosh, you know what? Dental Dental found me. I was um I was really, I don't know if you know your audience has read my story. I think a few of them have, but I was at a point in my yeah. life where I'd gotten a divorce, my business relationship had fallen apart, my partner had in another publication had, you know, stolen all the money and gambled it away in Vegas. And I was at the same time losing two key relationships in my life, my husband and my business partner. So I was like, what am I going to do? And I've been in marketing and advertising my whole career. I mean, literally, I won't even tell you how many years because that's totally going to date me, but it's been 30, <laughs> it's been 30, um, maybe plus plus. Uh, 10. Friend, <laughs> a friend of mine came to me and said, Hey, you know, we've got this, she's, she was a recruiter and she said, Hey, I have this dental company that's looking for a publisher. Do you want to, you want to talk to him? And I'm like, I know nothing about dental, like absolutely nothing. Except my last name is Moeller, which is kind of cool. So I Good was like, all right. I mean, I was at the time, I'm like, you know, I'm going to talk to anyone that I can, you know, get my hands on because I needed a job. So I took the job with this uh, company. It was kind of like a franchise type situation. They had, they had publications in about 16 markets at the time. And they needed an Arizona publisher. So I took it. And in the first year, I was like their, their number one market in the first year. And just, I, I loved it. And it was at a time when the economy was booming. And this was back in 2004, before everything kind of hit. Doctors wow. were popping down their cards. I mean, they were just, I'd go out on, you know, six sales calls a day and bring home five contracts because it was just that kind of thing. You know, we did profiles on doctors and offices and it was kind of a lifestyle publication for for dental. I, so, I remember it. I, re I remember it. It was a cool publication, actually. Yeah. It was kind of like before it's time, really. And I think they're still they're still viable in some cities, I think, aren't they, Lisa? I, I think they I think they are going in some cities. So it was really fun. Introduced me to dental. I quickly found out that this market was, you know, pretty amazing. And I went with it. And then I started another publication a couple of years after that. One of my doctors came to me, an endodontist, and he's like, we need an endo publication for Arizona. And I'm like, we do? Okay. If you want... <laughs> If you want to do that, go ahead and plunk down some money and, you know, we'll, I'll make it happen, which we did. And we made, you know, great money on that and helped the endo community. And I made a lot of connections that way. So in 2008, I thought it was a really good time when the market fell out of everything to, uh, to launch endo practice nationally, which was a, a crazy maneuver, but actually worked out. So uh, it was endo, implant, ortho, and then dental sleep six years ago. Yeah. And of course, dental sleep is like totally taken off. And I mean, every time I talk to somebody, uh, they're talking about sleep medicine now. So, I mean, that, that was, that's just like an untapped you know, phenomenon, honestly, when you brought that to the, to, to the forefront. Six years ago now. Yeah. Then implants were, were fairly new. So endo and ortho, you know, that, that'd been going on for some time. And I love that you brought it nationally. So, I mean, that's like huge because what I, I can't imagine how that went from Arizona to national. How, how did you take that? The first one, I guess it was the endo nationally, like in, in a Short period um, I, of time. I, I had some help with some publishing friends in the in the UK in London, and they were publishing an endo uh, magazine there. 
And we kind of collaborated on the content and then, you know, worked together. I automatically had content built from them and we, it just kind of snowballed from there. So um, wow. it's, you know, it's all in your relationships, right? Relationships in our industry are so important. You know, you and I, all of us, we have lovely relationships. You know, it's just th- these relationships are so important. You got to have your tribe, you know? And but, it's, but, it's but, a lot of preparation. It's a little bit of luck. It's it's your relationships. It's, you know, it's moving forward every single day and, you know, taking one step in front of the other. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so back up a sec. You say you had friends in England uh, or in London that were in endodontics. I mean, like, did you reach out to them? I mean, how they weren't friends before you got into this, I don't um, think, right? Or how'd you um, find them? No, it was through a doctor friend of mine that wrote for Dr. Rich Mounts, who wrote for my endo publication in, in Arizona. Okay. Contact. Yeah, it was his contact. And he said, Hey, do you want to like collab with this company in, in, uh, in England? I'm like, for sure. You know, so we got a worldview and, and I still, we still have share articles together and have a worldview of and endodontics and implants and it's good. Well, I mean, you know, and it is, I mean, dentistry is a worldwide profession, right? I mean, you know, endodontics in, in London is, should be pretty much the same as endodontics in Arizona. Right. I mean, we, we uh, hope so. Yeah, <laughs> you would yeah, know more than I. I. They, they operate dentistry a little differently than we do, but yeah, I mean, by and large, yes. yes. Yeah, by and large, um, by and large. Yeah. yeah. So it's just you know, my career started in dental as as really a snowball effect. I mean, it just kind of it started snowballing, and I'm like, I'm in this, and I'm just going with it, and let's just roll. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm 15 years later, going what what just happened here? So yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you, you, then you started sleep because again, it's a new phenomenon that we're bringing into dental that, that really does marry medical and dental. I think more than anything else, that, that is yeah. one of the things that they could, that people could actually see. Um, sleep my soapbox. I could talk for, you know, two hours on this. I started dental sleep practice magazine because I have sleep apnea. And okay. I struggled for many, many years to get diagnosed um, with it. And I was in my mid forties. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to do all these doctors. I mean, chiropractors, internists, taking scans, doing this, doing that. I thought I was dying because I'm falling asleep at my desk at three 30 in the afternoon. You know, it was mm-hmm. really, it was very interruptive to my day. And I felt, you know, I felt horrible. I just absolutely felt horrible. I was drained, you know, all of the mm-hmm. symptoms. So I was going to see my dentist, obviously I'm in the dental industry. So I, I go every three months for cleanings religiously, mm-hmm. just hijack, just so you know. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I think everyone in our industry probably does, but yeah, anyway, sure. so I, I was presenting bruxism and airway issues and, you know, I mean, all of this stuff and he didn't catch it. And I kept going to all these doctors. They're like, it's your, it's your hormones. It's your age. It's this, it's that, you know, all these other, you know, trying to throw medication at it, of course, what they always do. And finally, I saw a chiropractor of all things because I was in so much pain. You know, I needed to get some pain relief from my back. Right, right. And he, I filled out his Upworth test, a 10-question quiz in his office. And he walks in the room. He goes, I'm not going to crack you. You have sleep apnea. Do you know you have sleep apnea? I'm like, no. He's like, because he had it. So he knew what it was all about. He's like, I have it. I know you have it. I can tell just by looking at your eyes you have it. Um, how long has it been wow. since you've had a good night's sleep? I'm like, well, dang, it's been a while since I've had a good night's sleep. And almost every night I was having this recurring dream where I would wake up. I thought, oh, my God, I'm having that choking dream again where someone was choking me. Literally, I was waking up choking, gasping for air. 
But I was thinking, I'm dreaming someone's got their hands around my throat choking me. I'm like, why do I keep having this choking dream? What I mean, wow. Like, What's going on here? <laughs> so. That's that's so that's like crazy when it you think crazy. about it that the 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 you were to so many specialists. And that you actually, I mean, it just so lines up with, man, sleep apnea and getting that fixed. I mean, my God. How many years ago was that again? It was, um, it was right when I met my husband. So it was nine years ago. It was almost nine years ago. So it was eight and a half years ago. And I literally fell out of bed one night. It was right when we were first dating. I'll never forget it. And he he wasn't there. He was at his house. And at two o'clock in the morning, I fell out of bed with every symptom of a heart attack. I was sweating. The arm was numb. I was nauseous. I felt like I was going to throw up. I mean, it was like every single textbook symptom. I drove myself to the hospital at two in the morning and they're like, your heart's fine. You don't have any heart issues. You had a, you had a panic attack. (laughs) Literally my brain, thank God woke me up, but I had, I literally had a central apneic attack where I had stopped breathing. So it was very, very scary. And you know, once I got it treated and found out what it was, it turned my whole world around, you know, I mean, it was a game changer big time, you know, so then I started dental sleep practice six years ago because of sleep apnea. You know, it's my soapbox to talk about women. This disease does not discriminate. It is not just for 350 pound hairy truck driver men or NFL football players. It is women of all shapes and sizes. It is children who have problems with their airways. It is men, of course, but women and children make up a huge population of this disease. And of this epidemic, really, it's an epidemic in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it. It feels like people it. People are, are, are walking around with sleep-related breathing disorders that don't even know it and dying in their sleep because they're just not getting breathing. Their spouse is like, you're just snoring and then you're making noises and then you kind of stop it for a little bit. And But it's deadly. It's If you don't fix it, it's deadly. So I'm not super popular at dinner parties when my friends tell me they have it and they're not treating it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> I get kind of upset. Oh. Here she goes off. Well, the, you know what? But that, but yeah, I know, but you've got to, you've got to spread the word and that it's wonderful to have the passion, you know, because you were saying something about um, one of your favorite authors is Simon Sinek. And I was thinking, I just read his book about just cause or something like it. This is so much bigger than anything, anything that I think you you've ever done. And you could tell when you start talking about it, like you could, you could talk for uh, hours. We could be on uh, here for hours on this, but, but I also like that you have the CE in your magazines too. And so even in your sleep, is it, what, what's it called? Sleep? Dental sleep practice. Dental sleep practice. You have, do you uh-huh. have CE in that yes. as, as well? Huh? Oh, yeah, so, every issue. Every yeah. issue. All every of our issue. magazines have CE attached to them uh, through AGD Pace for $99 a year, you know, $179, whatever the subscription rate is. Doctors can subscribe to our publications and sit in their jammies on their computer and, fill, you know, read our magazine and fill out tests and send them in for CE. So that's really what sets us apart from a lot of the other specialty publications in our, in our market. Yeah. And that's a lot of work. I mean, ours is, uh, you know, we don't have the CE. So, I mean, I can't imagine putting that together with every single issue that you, you oh my uh, God, roll out. So, well, every three years it comes up for renewal and it is so much work. It's like this thick, full of paperwork, like a phone book status. Remember phone yeah. books? Well, maybe like, oh yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a lot of paperwork, but it's totally worth it because it's a, it's a super huge added value to the dentists and our readers. And, you know, we try to, we really try because MedMark is one of the smaller fish in the bigger pond. 
Um, mm -hmm. We really try to stay very relevant and very, you know, on top of our game and out of the box thinking with what it is that we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love it. Me because I'm the, I'm the owner of the company. I'm the business owner. You know, I just have to go self. Hmm. Do I want to write the check for that? Or, you know what I mean? Like I make yeah. quick decisions and we're very nimble. Other companies have to go up the line and, you know, get takes for it. Well. It takes forever. Yeah. I, I feel the same right. way. Well, you're, if you think you're a small fish, you can imagine what I am. I'm a little guppy, but I follow oh, my, stop. I'm following your lead. I you love it. Not. Yes, I you am. You're well, I'm, I'm, doing amazing I'm, things, girl. I know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Tell me though, the interesting thing about this photo shoot that we have, tell me, and I loved your video. You do such great stuff with videos. And now I know you, we, we should talk about your podcast too with Aaron Elliott and a couple other oh, yeah. people. But, yeah. but before we do that, tell everybody in our community, because a lot of them are not getting this magazine in particular, um, who was on your cover uh, two issues ago. And it was somebody that was very famous and cute. And he does commercials all over TV. Who was that? Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille. Got on. So here Lisa is in. I saw part of this. She's in the same room with Sha Shaq. And they're talking like they've known each other forever. You guys were cracking me up on your video. So cool. He was so cool. I mean, it was so easy because he's just very chill. He's very, very chill. Yeah. But I mean, that's so neat that, I mean, this is what I want everyone to know. You found out, how did you find out that Shaq had a sleep, a sleep problem? I sit on the board of Foundation for Airway Health, which is a which is a big, you know, airway group out of Chicago. So we were in Chicago for midwinter. I don't know, wasn't this obviously wasn't the last one but the one before. And um, Dr. Greenberg is uh, Shaq's sleep doctor, and he also sits on the board. Um, Jonathan Greenberg, and he's a great guy. And and so we start talking, and he he's like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to get some articles in your magazine. I've been submitting, and they're not running. And and I'm like, well, you're talking to the right person. I go, but wait a minute. So okay, so you want articles in my magazine, and I want Shaq on the cover. So let's make this happen. Oh <laughs> my! Like, it was literally like three, literally three months after that, I was in Atlanta at um, at Turner Broadcasting where they filmed TNT and at, we were in Ted Turner's old office which was so cool doing the interview and that's a three it was literally three months later so it was like really quick but again I just asked you know I mean I would have done it even I mean I didn't care about the articles he, I put his articles in anyway you know what I mean but right I was like, right I would love Shaq has sleep apnea he's got really bad sleep apnea too like his AHI is like in the I think it's 92 I mean it's it's bad that's wow. like really bad whatever that um, means okay i don't know that much about well, it but okay how many times you stop breathing per hour oh wow that means how many times you stop breathing per, per hour yeah so to give you an idea my ahi was like 25 oh wow like in the night so 25 times an hour i was stopping breathing which is a lot i mean that's moderate once it gets to 30 and over it's severe um, so he, he was in the nineties. So it pretty, really bad. He needed treatment, em emergent treatment immediately, um, which he got and he's, uh, he's doing well. So what, that's kind of crazy when you think about his career too. I mean, he, look how good he was in basketball. I mean, he was such, you know, such a force. I mean, can you mm -hmm. imagine if he was sleeping well, that just doesn't, doesn't come on to somebody, you know, at a certain age, does it? Or does know. it? He's had it for a while. I mean, yeah. you know, Dr. Greenberg's so funny because he just, I said, how did you get a hold of him? And he goes, I just Instagram, I DM'd him on his Instagram and said, do you want to die? <laughs> that was the title of his, of his, his DM, yes. do you want to die? And Shaq was like, who is this? Who's this guy telling me do I, I thought I was being threatened. I'm like, someone's got a hit on me. What's happening here? So he, he's like, I answered the guy back and you know, it was just, it's just a great relationship. He's helped him so much. And 
That's yeah. wonderful. Kudos to him for getting to him and, you know, helping him out. But a lot of these sports athletes, you know, I mean, a lot of them have these issues. Charles yeah. Barkley on the cover of our magazine. Shaq. Um, what, Charles, Charles has been on the cover? Yeah, he was on our first issue. Yeah. Oh, geez. I love Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Chuck. I love Charles yeah. Barkley. Oh, my <laughs> God. My guy, too. Yeah, he's fun. Well, you know, that's so, uh, uh, two things there. I mean, they're both, well, Dr. Greenberg is a dude, right? Because he, again, asks. Right. Yes. He puts himself out there. Oh, he's a way dude. Yeah. 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 And then, course, and yes. then, you know, you always have to, you have to say yes, you know, at the same point, right. You can't, you can't just, you know, not act on it. You, you got to come through, follow through. I mean, you know, you, again, Lisa, you took the steps, you flew to, you know, Atlanta, you did the whole thing, had to hire the, I mean, the makeup and the hair and the, all of oh, that yeah. stuff. So fun. Oh, that yeah. makes it so fun. I have all that. And then while we were shooting with Shaq, I'm like, you know, we had, we were waiting for him, of course, because, you know, they always make you wait a few hours. There's always a little lag time. Yeah. So I, so I had my photographer, one of the, my camera guys is a photographer, obviously. And he, I'm like, let's crank out this do shoot right now. Let's get it done. So we did it at that time. Oh, I was lovely. It was so perfect. So pretty. So, so you and your story. Oh my gosh. I read it again today. And I just, I cried again today. And I, I just, I, you get me so fired up on just your story and how you've come. I, I if you have, if anyone's listening to this and haven't read Lisa's story in our magazine, it is archived on our site on on Dental Entrepreneur Woman uh, magazine site. And please, do dot life, do dot life site, and you've got to read it because one of the other things that you said, and I just want to talk about this. I was reading over your your quotes that you love, and of course, there a lot of those quotes I I love that I I the first quote, of course, is near and dear to me, but the Yeah, the one from uh, Marianne Williamson. Love that. Um, And if you know, it's in your story. So please help yourself in reading it. One of the things I loved was intuition is a very powerful thing, more powerful than intellect. And that resonated with me today because some days I just, I mean, I know, oh, we're not enough. We're not enough. Sometimes I just don't feel smart enough. And I'm thinking, but I got a gut intuition and I can make those decisions. I don't really look back on them and I can make them pretty fast. And I know you're the same way. And that that does keep yes. me like, we're meant to do this, right? Lisa, you and I are both meant to, yes. meant to publish uh, information for people to help them in their careers and their lives. And it's, it's way more than just career because we know that if they're practicing well, well, and successfully, their entire life is going to be better, right? Because I mean, everybody is tied Absolutely. to their career. And I think that's just well, such your a... Gut, your gut is never going to steer you wrong. I mean, my yeah. gut, I'm sorry. I We all make good decisions and bad decisions in life, right? Right. But moreover, I mean, the good decisions, the good times that, that have led to amazing things happening in my life have been when I have completely followed my gut. Yeah. Completely yeah. followed. That's that's when you know it's right, I guess, right? As women, yeah. As women in general, um, you know, we all have that instinct, you know. I mean, I I I don't call myself psycho, I say psycho psychic. (laughs) I'm like psycho psychic. I tell my my team this all the time, like, oh my god. But she is. I mean, Adrian, Adrian's on here. I think she can attest to that. But I've had some predictions come from the gut that have actually come to fruition. So, you know, again, I just really believe in the strong power of the universe and of God and prayer and all that and luck and timing and hard work. And when that all comes together, it's magic. 
Yeah. I mean, no, looking back and then, I, and then sometimes you feel like it may not work out, but you know what, if you're patient enough, you know, you and I've talked about that. We've had our good days, our bad days. And that's when we say, Hey, call a do. And I always say this on every call we're on this be live, because that's like, I, we, I've called you, you've called me. There's a few people on this, on this call today that are in that, in that rotation. They're, right? the, regular, they're the regulars. Yes. Yeah. The regulars. But you know, I always feel better when we get, when we get a chance to like brainstorm, talk it over with somebody else. The other thing, one of your other quotes that I really, love too is never look back. If Cinderella had gone back to pick up her shoe, she would never have become a princess. Right? Ah, I love that. There's nothing for us to see there. We need to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. We can learn from looking back. We can take our lessons from looking back, but continually, you know, I, I had that problem for a while back years ago, you know, I was dwelling on what happened in the past and that just never leads to anything good. Yeah. You know, we, we have, we're blessed in, in the present and we're blessed with what we've learned from the past. We can take those as our, our lessons and our blessings, but at some point, cut the rope. I used to have a therapist that sa- would say to me, Lisa, let go or be dragged. Yeah. Let go or be dragged. And, you know, that's, that's what we have to do. We got to take that backpack of, you know, the BS backpack off and lay it down because it gets too heavy, right? Mm. I, I'm impressed with the fact that you did seek some help at getting through the tough times because part of your article also, you said hurt people find hurt people and, and you know, hence your first marriage. And, you know, you were struggling back then. And then I, it sounded like before you met your Prince Charming, Lenny, who we all love, that you worked on yourself so that you you weren't, oh you weren't hurt, you were strong. And the strong, loving person is going to find a strong, loving person. Yes. I mean, people it don't realize me, that. It took, it took me a few years to figure that one out. Yeah. And some therapy, I'm not going to even be ashamed. I'm, there's no shame in that game. I mean, some therapy to get my head on straight, you know, um, and I, I did, I mean, you, you have to love yourself first. I mean, self-love is so important. Mm-hmm. Self-love, you know, making sure that you're good, you're good with your life and your foundation. And, and then you're going to attract that, right. You're going to attract that, which you are becoming or, or you are, or want to be. I'm such a law of attraction freak. You know, before the whole like secret came out, I read Wayne Dyer's, I'll see it when I believe it is the name of the book. That's one of my favorite books ever. He was way before his time on this, the whole secret situation, law of attraction. Okay. So when we believe in ourselves and we put that that out there to the world and we work through our struggles, good things happen. Good things happen. I mean, that's even in this, even in a time we're in now, you know, this COVID-19 situation, I mean, we have to wake up every day and be like, look, we are alive. We have food. We have shelter. We are, you know, is it optimal that we have to be sequestered to our house? No, but things could be worse. Things could always be worse, right? Well, they could. And I, I, you were like one of the first people I talked to when this all happened. Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying, oh, we're putting things in place right now. We're going to make, I mean, I don't even think you use the, the old term, which I still like making lemonade out of lemons because it, this is, seems bigger than that somehow, right? It just really does, but it's, it's a good analogy. But I remember you saying you were really positive, new team in place, and you've got to be futuristic in there too. Yeah, that was, that was definitely one. Oh, okay. I've, I've always been one to kind of think outside the box with the business. And also again, being the smaller guy in this whole like publishing world of dental and marketing for that matter, 
you have to think outside the box and you have to innovate. And I've had lots of Tony Robbins training. So he's ingrained in my head. I mean, I've been, I've had coaching with Tony. I've coached yeah. him probably four hours one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. One-on-one. I think the first time we were on the phone, you told me about how you walked up to Tony and the next thing you know, you guys are best friends. You're sitting down, you're, you know, interviewing him. Yeah. That was a cool thing. That was a universe thing too. Super, super cool. But I, you know, I've been a Tony follower for, you know, my entire life. I mean, my twenties, when I was in my early twenties and all this stuff was going down, you know, with my family and stuff that was happening, not good in my life. I'd pop his tapes in to and from work. And some days that's the only positive message I would have, like literally just drilling in, you know, his positivity mm. and his energy. It really saved me. And I've told him this and we both tear up and get, you know, emotional, but he say he really saved my life at that time because I I so could have gone another way when I went you know I oh yeah way and he was a big influence on me at that time so when I got the opportunity because he was speaking at at uh, Dentist by Serona or at the time Serial World in Vegas to seven thousand dentists um, and he wanted to reach out and talk to the media and he and we had a thirty minute interview schedule that turned into an hour and a half and it then turned into us working together and more interviews from there I of course thought I died and went to heaven and oh yeah. That hours that I've had with him in our in our um, interviews and sitting down and just talking it's just invaluable invaluable information that I've locked away in here you know so it's at times like this and I still watch his videos every day and I listen to his podcasts and you know I'm just a, I'm a super fan I'm a fan girl it's just uh in times like this that's where we have to pull our reserves you know we have to mm-hmm. just pull our reserves and be like we're going to do this and we're going to do better and we're going to help people. And I truly believe we're going to be better people out the other side of this situation. I believe that we're going to learn our lessons here, whatever those lessons are for each person, and that we're going to be better people on the other side. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I have to believe that. I mean, it's so, it's so big. It's, and it's, it's affecting everybody. And it's, it's just so big. I I was thinking for the high school students that are at home, I almost think that they should just be studying this whole thing. And and that would be such a lesson for them, how they, how we're reacting to it, how the world is working around it, how we are coming to be so innovative and creative. And Americans really are people that that love on each other and band together. I, I, mean, I the coming together is has been so amazing to see that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much pride, and it's a scary time. I mean, it is it is a scary time, and as a business owner, you know, a little uncomfy. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Un- Again, that's where we just have to be like, okay, this is a temporary situation. We're going to work through it and we're going to get out the other side and we're going to do amazing things. But you know, you've had this longevity. I'm so impressed that you, your success continues to rise. You're always innovating and, and I know it's your grit. Because we know you have that and persistence. You're one thing I know about you is you're not giving up. I don't quit. I was raised by a Marine. Come on. There yeah. was no quitting. There was yeah. no quitting ever. No quitting. That's right. There is no quitting. But what would you say is your secret? For that? If you had to like boil it down, because there's so many things that you just said that I, you know, you pretty much answered why you're still, you know, on the tra- trajectory of going, uh, continuing to go up with your publications and your notoriety and success. Oh my God. I mean, Tony's really drilled into me about innovation and innovating my company. If we don't innovate, we die, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. literally a company will die if they're not staying ahead of the curve. So, and I hate that. Forget I said ahead of the curve. (laughs) Why? 
because of the pandemic. Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. We want to be. We want to blunt it. We, we want to be out of the box. We want to be. You know, we want to be innovators. We want to do what other people aren't doing or can't do or won't do. And even if we fail, it's okay. I mean, it's okay because I have all these crazy ideas I throw over to my team, and they look at me like I have three heads sometimes. You know, but they're all down. Like, okay, this is. You know, we're gonna. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna do it. We're, we're gonna do this, and they're they're amazing that way. You know, I mean, some things stick, and some things don't stick. Well. And, business. Also, I think something that I would say that has kept your longevity and kept your business thriving, Medmark in particular, is the fact that you attract good people and you're you're doing a really good job. You've done a great job over the years of hiring people and finding out that right fit. And then also it seems like you let them grow and you give them a voice. Oh my gosh. My team is, so, they're so amazing. And I can't tell you how many times I get at trade shows, clients or doctors will stop me and say, you have the best team in dental marketing. I mean, they respond, they're on top of things. We come first. And that is the mantra at MedMark. It's like the clients come first, no matter what. The okay. clients and our doctors, no matter what we're doing, you know, if you get a call from one of them and they need something, you drop it and get on it. I'm a huge customer service background, like huge, you know, cl helping clients and solving problems and all that. So I built Medmark on those premises, you know, mm -hmm. so my team has adopted, of course, that and they're just amazing. I mean, I've had, you know, Adrian Good has been with me 15 years since I started my company. I started Medmark out of an 800 square foot condo in Scottsdale with this publication, the first one I told you about, Doctor of Dentistry. I just gotten off this huge, horrible divorce marriage and I put all my stuff in storage, which I had tons of furniture and oh my God, just, I mean, I had a huge house full of stuff. Moved into an 800 square foot condo, made the second bedroom, the, the makeshift office with one little computer that Adrienne and I shared. And she was part-time with me because she was going to, she was going to college. She was my intern and she still works with me today. And That's amazing. Later. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's been a road and I've got 10, I've got people 10 years, 12, let's see, 12 years, 10 years, five years, one year, one, no, one and a half. I think two years probably is, uh, you know, the least amount. Yeah. 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 You know, I just believe like, I mean, even in this time, it's like, I've always had the mentality. I will take care of my team before myself always. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that I haven't cut anybody during this time. I haven't cut anybody's pay during this time. Wow. And, that's, and I'm not saying that braggingly. I'm just saying I kind of have always prepared in a way that, you know what I mean? That I've had some reserves so that if some emergency did happen, that I wouldn't have to, you know, and I come from the Simon Sinek also mentality of cut everybody back. If we have to, we cut everybody back a little bit for the sake of like two team members. If we, like, yeah. say if we had to go, we would cut everybody back a little bit so that we could save the whole team. Right. Yeah. That's great. So, that, that's yeah. wonderful. So I, I just really feel like, and I, and thank God I haven't had to do that. I mean, mm -hmm. if we do have to do that, depending on how long this goes, then I know that it'll, it'll be fair for everyone. And I know they'll all understand and that, you know, the longevity factor, the trust factor, I think that they have in me is, is there and vice versa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 
we will get through it either way. Yeah. How do you feel? This just kind of came to my mind. Like, how do you feel? How's the industry reacting? Because I mean, you've got a lot of people, you've got contracts and all that. Are they hanging in there and feeling like you, they have a positive outlook in general, the industry that you are your advertisers and your sponsors? Um, yeah. I mean, our, our, actually, we're very fortunate because our digital properties are up. As you can imagine right now, uh, more doctors with their computers, every, you know, everybody's home. So our digital, uh, our digital offerings are actually up. Um, which is great, you know, yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. Well, it's uh, a service, then, right? Yeah. Years, we have, we have webinars, and we've got podcasts and we've got a lot of digital offerings. So what we're doing with our clients, if they want to move their print, if some of their print to digital, because that's the play right now, that's what we're doing for them. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, it's kind of a case by case basis. We haven't had a lot of, you know, we haven't had a lot of clients calling being like, pull us out. We're done. We're, we're scared. Right. We're out of it hasn't been that mentality, which I'm so, I'm so proud and happy for, you know, it's, it's been like the, the couple that have popped up, we've talked about it and we're like, well, let's, let's regroup and let's plant, let's replan for you. Mm -hmm. And let's look at this from what you need now. And that's what we've done. And they've moved to, you know, they've taken some of that budget that they had in print and maybe put it to digital. And now we're doing, you know, stuff for them that way. So you, you got to pivot. You just got to pivot. And that's right. Been, and be prepared and really be prepared because I started putting a lot of money into digital marketing, into investing that into MedMark about five, six years ago now. I mean, just putting my, my personal money back in, back in, back in, you know, to build the digital team. And we have an amazing digital team. I mean, I, I had a doctor tell me recently, he's like, when I think social media, I think MedMark because you guys are there like everywhere. You're on Facebook, you're on LinkedIn, you're on Twitter. You're, I mean, you're just all over the place. And you don't see that with a lot of, well, a lot of, I'll say, uh, right. the other, you know, publication, you know, marketing companies in general. Some of them do it, but I just want to stay, you know, out there in a positive way. Yeah. So if that means pivoting for our clients and this is what they need right now, that's what we do. Yeah. And I think it is everything. That's how we are with our team. I mean, I've got a great team and there a lot of them are on here today and I couldn't do it without them because they are, they're dedicated. I think they're really dedicated to our mission, what we want to do. And I think that we've been able to lay that out in a way that it makes it logical. And of course, you know, with the do and just women, I mean, I've got two, the young dentist, the business of dentistry and then women in dentistry. I mean, it's just it's the passion that we have. It's 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 greater than any one of us. And we you're can so, get them to be excited. So yeah. And I mean, I think sometimes I think what you and I do, it, it is kind of simple. Like people say, oh, my gosh, you know, and I'm like, well, it's it's pretty simple, but, you know, it's not easy. It's 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 hard, but you have to believe in what you're doing. And I think that's what our society of women in dentistry, we passionately believe in what we're doing and how we're helping people. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the other things that I had always admired about you, and I've talked to you about this, is that you know, you're actually making a business and it's a profitable business. And so many of us do, they're doing it, but they're not as profitable. And they're, they're, there's that little piece that's missing because we would do it whether we were getting paid or not. And it's not about the money, but you know what? You've got to pay people. You've, you've got to have the money coming in so you can put the money back into your business, right? Well, yeah, we do. Yes. I mean, 14, you know, when this all hit this crisis, this pandemic, you know, I have, I've got 14 people to think about and that mm -hmm. kind of keeps that, that'll keep you up at night. You better and believe it. Yeah. So I haven't been doing a lot of sleeping. I mean, the sleep I do get is good. That's but good. A little limited as far as the, t the amount. 
And that's probably my fault because we start binge watching shows at like 10 o'clock at night. And then, but Lisa, we're going to wrap this up. But the thing, the one of the things I wanted to ask you just in closing is what is the biggest piece of advice that you can give to our audience? You want to share with our audience, all, all the women in dentistry that are not necessarily looking to get out of the op, but are looking to do big, big things in their life, in their career. And the career is in dentistry. Oh my goodness. Well, there's so much. The one takeaway I would say is never give up. Yeah. Just never give up. So many times in my career, I wanted to, I can't tell you how many times I was just like, ah, <laughs> telling me it's too hard. This is too hard. What is, you know, I just, I didn't give up. I mean, I, this little voice in here was like, push through, you got this, you can do this. Um, meditation, Huge. I'm a, I'm a huge brain tap person. That's a whole other show with you. Okay. Um, but it's a device. It's a light and sound device that I wear, and I do it a couple times a day, and it it puts you in theta with your brain and kind of calms everything down. Because I don't call myself Type A. I call myself Type Triple A. So oh, okay. <laughs> you, know little, you know I'm a little high strung, and yeah, I um, love it. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a little like a little high strung. So I have to, I'm not a regular, I could never get into meditation in the regular way where I just try and quiet my mind and be like, mm, oh, you know, I can't, I can't, I've never been able to do that. So with BrainTap, it's a, it's a device you put on and it's got a visor and it's, it's lights and it's sound and it's, there's like 800 programs that you can go through and calm wow. it makes me fall asleep. So I do that and, and, you know, um, feed your brain with just positive messages, right? You know, don't be afraid to talk to someone if you need to. There's no shame in talking to a counselor or a therapist or especially in this time in telemedicine. I mean, you can get them on the, you can get them on telemedicine all the time if anybody needs to talk to somebody. Oh yeah, or, that's a great point. That's a um, great point. Yeah. And just try and center yourself and, and know what your purpose is and just don't quit. I mean, so many times I would have just been like, oh my gosh, is this, this maybe just isn't my direction, you know, maybe God has other plans. You know, it's like man plans and God laughs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. It's really, it's really okay. It's really turned out for the best and I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Honestly, this whole, this 15 year journey, I would not trade for the world as yeah. hard as it's been. Well, I'm so. glad. I am think it's it's great for all of us that you have never quit, that you've never given up on your dreams because you're special. You're doing so many great things for our our communities. I mean, you know, inside a dentistry release and outside of dentistry. You're just you've got the heart for it and your your positive outlook and and your triple A is very contagious. You know, I really, I think that is just, it's a, that's a wonderful way to be because you're the type of person that's going to get it done and going to make it happen, do the right thing and lead the way. So thanks for leading all of us. Thanks for being on our, on our, on our wonderful cover. I love you so much. And I love you. And thank you for everybody joining us today. And Joanne and we and, love her. And I yeah, Kathy, Dental Sleep. Yeah, so many. I know we had a talk last week with Joanne, and you know she's one of our favorites, one of my personal favorites, and we're all in that we're all in that little you know crew together. That I know. Each yeah. other up. So we're we're doing. I love, you, I love you, big. I love you so much. I love how you keep everybody connected, and you're doing an amazing job, my girl. Oh, thank you. Keep it up. 
Thank you for your love and your friendship. I love you. And I'm going to take you out. Goodbye, Lisa. Thank you, darling. Oh, and thank you everybody for joining us today. Uh, Love you all. You guys take care. And thanks for joining the Do Crew. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.